you need to roll better. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Roll Better podcast. I am Barry Gingell. I'm trying to get chocolate out of the packet. Brilliant. That's Matthew. I'm uh, still here. And Dan is also here. John is off skiing in Austria. Chuck another shrimp on the barbie. Um, dumb and dumb and joke. Uh, <laughs> so we are, as we said on our last episode, in order to actually get content out, we are not together. We are recording over Discord, which isn't our favourite, but this is what we're going to do moving forward so we can do more episodes. Today we, we are doing... recorded. Yeah, we are doing a focused episode uh, for Bushido. And um, recently Bushido have just released, it's not out yet, but you can see the cards on the app, the Weeping Sky cycle deck. And I've got to say, chaps, I think it's great. What do you guys think? I I think this is a very, very strong and interesting and fun set of cards. Am I right? And I'm sorry that I don't know off the top of my head. This means that the Risen Sun stuff is is, is not, not usable anymore. No, it's out. It is you, you have to choose. Usable, but you can only use one. Oh, so you have to use either Risen Sun cards or Weeping Correct. Sky cards in your pack. Which means there's some really interesting choices. And what they've, like, you know, they've boosted some characters, which is why the cycle decks are great. They can use it to go, right, for a one or two point increase in this character's cost, this character gets XYZ. So they boost the character without having to sort of like FAQ it kind of thing. But yeah. if they've done one in the faction that you like in the last deck and one in the faction in this deck, you've got to choose. You can't have both. Oh. And I quite like that. And I really I really like what they're doing. And I also want to say, because we haven't really talked about it, but the balance errata that they did, I really thought was good. Just opening Give up. Give me back my durable ranged bear. No, that was that was horseshit. <laughs> I just think it's really good. And it's done what I think they want it to do. Like for, I, I don't know for everyone else i can't speak for but for me it's made me want to play bushido more there were new things in this deck and new things in that um uh what we're calling it errata that just made me want to pick up dice and roll all for bushido that's the dream right that's what they want they want the idea of this surely is to enthuse people and get people excited to try new things yeah um so what we're doing we're not actually going to do a full-on 54 deck card read because Bushido cast have already done it and so we spend easily 10 to 15 minutes on each card and with 54 cards that no one's got time for that no and I want to say congratulations to Craig I don't know if he would ever listen to this but uh, Craig from Bushido because just recently won the Masters up at Element Games nice he gets to design his own mini Sick. Yeah, and you know the guy's good. Uh, he he did what the one of my favourite things about it is both him and Mutaz had lists that triggered instant erratas. That's fantastic. That's the dream, right? Yeah. So he had a list where there's the <laughs> the guy in the um, the guy in Uri who can choose to kill someone off instead of dying. So, but he had the Fuwa Caden who doesn't who when she dies just pops back in the pot. So he just ah nice. So, so he just kept killing. Goes yeah, yeah. She's dead. Oh, she's alive again. Can't ever kill this guy. Yeah, thanks for she, thanks for playing. He's killed him, but she's gone to her. And she's fine. Yeah. So they've now made her insignificant, which means she is exempt from his rule. And right. M- Muta's had a way. I, 
uh, I think it was in Prefecture, there's a character where you can key boost and you can give Vengeance Descriptor. So, you know, Vengeance Takashi, Vengeance whatever. And he brought up yeah. enough key that he was able to go, like, say, Vengeance Samurai, Vengeance Unknown, Vengeance this, and built up plus five Brutal. So they've now changed that errata that as well, so you can't do it like that. Oh, that's spicy. I'm just proud of them. I think rule five. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking annihilate this dude. I love the way that there's an event. They break it. They errata it straight away. I really liked that. But sorry, just to say, we are not doing a full-on card read. We are doing our top five cards each. So we don't know which what I the guys don't know what I've picked. I don't know what they've picked. And I think it's fair to say, guys, we've all picked on different criteria, right? I've sort of gone rule of cool. There's some cards that I think are really powerful, really good in game terms. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a bit spicy. But I actually didn't pick it. I just went with rule of cool over spice. How about you guys? I think mine are... Well, Dan, what about you first, actually? Uh, I picked the two cards that I am most excited for. And then I picked three cards that I thought would be interesting to discuss. Great. And, and then I think I'm kind of between. Well, I was, I thought Dan would be more like what's like really powerful or really important to like change the way a faction or a model plays to make them more relevant or or useful. Um, and I think I'm sort of between the two of you guys because. So initially, I um, had 14 cards when we were, I was told to pick five, and I nailed it. I narrowed it down to 14 from 54, which I was very proud of myself for doing. Um, and then I have got it down to five cards that I just think are the coolest or. They're ones that I'm excited to try. But then I've got all the others listed here in case I get an opportunity to talk about them because there's just ones that I think are really, like, yeah, really flavorful. And I some of them are, like, I think are actually relatively weak, but they have a really cool idea. And that, to me, is almost more exciting and interesting because, yeah, we can play this game and make it competitive and stuff like that, but sometimes it's just cool to go, yeah, fucking kick-ass fantasy samurai stuff is happening. That's cool. So... Shall we get straight into our top five Weeping Sky cards? That's like me being a DJ. Um, oh, welcome to Watch Mojo's top <laughs> Yeah, I was exactly thinking we needed like the Mojo noises. Over to Matt with the weather. Um, <laughs> Daniel. Hold his balls. Daniel, would you like to come in with your duh, 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 number five? Uh, are we going... what? What order do we want to? Well, uh, five. Oh, was... number three first, then number five, then number two, then number <laughs> no, four. Then number number one. one is the card I'm most excited about. Put it that oh, way. Right, okay. So five. Oh, okay, five. Is... Are we, wait, are we so... trying for the bomb? I didn't hear. Are we trying for the we're bomb? Now we're here. Now we're here. You're saving okay, your so... best for last, Matthew. I haven't ordered mine. I'm just going to have to pick. So this is going to be like the more talky ones first, I think. Okay, um, mate. For me, because. They're the ones I'm least excited for, but I think are most interesting. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go... Where are we? My number five is Sabaki Play. Oh, right. Movement. It's just an interesting card. It's uh, it's interaction with your opponent. You both get to like do things. There's a back and forth. I like to... Um... Mention, Dan. What does it remind you of? Raise right. the stakes! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Sabaki play. In the starting phase of the first turn, you may place one friendly model within one inch of its current location. If you do, your opponent may also place one of 
their models within one of its current location, then you may reuse this card. Each model may be placed only once by this card, excluding Young and Minamoto. Yeah, that's why I don't like it. Hmm. So, do you see you using this in your lists, Dan? No, I don't. I don't think it's that strong, particularly, or that I'd use it uh, because I think um, it's really interesting on the slower models, and Ito is like sort of naturally a very large faction. Yeah. Uh, but I think on something like Buto, this could be really interesting. Well, yeah, and exactly why I was thinking because about it. Because you are large bases. And the place within one inch is a front. You can front to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't you? Yeah. So that's like effectively two and a bit inches of play on a 40 mil model. One thing I wanted to clarify rules-wise on it. I'm assuming Young and Minamoto are uh, blanked because they have 50 millimeter models. Yeah, I guess it's so you can't get, like, Raijin, well, like, halfway up yeah. the board. <laughs> I thought it was because Jung already had loads of placements, and then because well, Minamoto are meant to be slow. I just assumed it was so you weren't, like, jumping bears and... Well, you uh, don't think, like, some of Yure with, like, all those literally slow models are meant to be slow. You can get teleporting mm, skeletons, Barry. True. Can I just check a rule thing with you guys, though? Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's the bit at the end where it says... Um, then you may reuse this card. So presumably, not presumably, but you have to use it in the starting phase. So it just means you go again, you so, go again, you keep moving your entire army if you want. So it's, yes. Um, That's how I interpreted it. But it's whether if your opponent declines its use, does that so mean I, it stops? I think if your opponent declines, it stops because of the, where the full stop is. I agree. I think that's right, but I wanted to clarify it. Because the the you may reuse this card is a comma after the opponent placing. Agreed. Yeah. So if your opponent doesn't place, that doesn't thing. Exactly. Um, it is, um, and I'm assuming it's a bit weird on the wording because it's like maybe play by this card. It's whether it's I appreciate it's not a new instance of the card when you play it, but yeah, it's. I know where I was going with that. It's fine. But yeah, I think that's how it's meant to be. Yeah. Sabaki play was was one of my uh, one of the cards I had selected as like a. This is cool, but it's not in my top five. So I'm glad that you uh, you discussed it because I thought that was really fun as well. Yeah, because even I, though I can't use it with my bears, so that makes it instantly bullshit. I was thinking about it with because I played the Buto list the other day and had a lot of fun with it. But what made that Buto list even more fun was I put a bit of fast ground in my deployment zone or in a deployment zone and then got to pick the deployment zone. And it just changed that. So I'm like, I hope more, I don't know, I hope tournament organisers always have some, not, what's it called in this game? It's not fast ground, is it? It's like, Uh, it's ideal ground. Ideal. That's it. I want ideal ground on every board with Buto, please. Is it ideal, Dan, or did I get it wrong? Or it's either ideal or optimal. It's something along. Like no, it's ideal. I'm sure it's ideal. Yeah, I think this is. A, I think it's a cool card. Yeah. I mean, yeah. out out of turn movement always good. Yeah. Uh, like it sucks that you're paying rice to give both of you a benefit, but presumably at some point uh, you break the symmetry. Yeah, and there's going to be because I'm not smart enough. There's going to be particular armies or lists or models. That if I only had that extra little bit of movement. Well, I think that might be more indicative of like uh, scenarios. Yeah, correct. Like, uh, I th- was it with you? I was talking about with Shiho. You're like, oh, like with 
a place plus the run plus the run, I just get into the zone. Yeah. And, like, you get an extra, like, inch and a half or whatever it is. Inch and a... Yeah, it's not. Well, if you're place, if you're placing, you're yeah. It's, I mean, you can you could get to prey on idols. Yeah. You can do all the things. I think you could easily get a buto or two, potentially like right up the board, either touching, mm-hmm. the, pushing, ready to push buttons, or um, or like into combat if someone overextends turn one if with a with like a place a run and a walk, a melee walk. I mean, so I mean, it just depends if your opponent obviously overextends. Yeah, as well, but. Still, yeah. it's still cool to think like some big slow models could suddenly be very fast. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm a, I always like they may not be the most powerful effects, but I do like effects that do promote interaction with your opponent, other than yeah. just the. I do stuff to you. Yeah, it's very Dan. Yeah, I like that. Um, cool. Uh, Matt. So, Matt, what what's your number five? Um, because I'm now trying to hastily rank them, they might not actually be in order. But uh, one of the ones I had on here was Hunter Gatherers. Ah, interesting. Um, it's I the didn't new know tribesmen. It's the new tribesmen theme because I didn't. I didn't know we were actually talking about themes as well as like like the events. But so, if I may jump in, that is also my number five. Look at us being like of a of a mind because um, we we so finish each other's. Sandwiches. Thank you, Matthew. Um, yeah, Hunter Gatherers. Agreed, mate. After you. Once per game in the starting phrase, friendly models gain. While this model has no marked wound boxes, they gain strong. That lasts until the end phase. Uh, when a strong? friend strong is three, three dice on damage. Sure. Or is it just three d six? Is it three d six? Take the two highest. That's take the, the, take time, the take the two highest. I think. I think it's always take the two highest, isn't it? Yeah. No. Hang on. Let me double check. Yeah, three d six. Take the two highest for damage rolls. Um, oh, and also you get plus one dice on size tests, so I didn't remember that bit. Um, when a friendly model uh, kills an enemy non soulless model in a melee exchange, that friendly model may gain key tokens equal to the enemy model's key statistic, which is quite nice. Nice for, like, boosts or some key feats in the faction. Uh, friendly tribes models do not suffer the melee or range penalties for having moved or run or the range penalty for the target having run that turn. Love that. Which I think is really, really nice. So this this army, the tribesmen, sorry, is a... Is a I bought them because they're kind of like half Native American, half... Oh, not half, sorry, part Native American, part Viking, part probably oh, some other... I didn't see them as Native American. I saw them as South American, like Peru or something, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. You're they're running right around there. with guinea pigs. I, I, that's my thought. Yes, they've got, they've definitely got, we need, we need them riding a battle guinea pig. I would like that, please. Or a capybara. Um, Dan, I know you'll like that. Always. Um, but I just liked, so I really liked the models and the way a lot of the models played, but the uh, themes they had access to originally didn't really feel very interesting. Um, so I like that they've kind of got their own theme now. That really feels like it has some nice, nice, uh, nice play for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe Cliff Tribe is not currently a thing. I don't I, know about it. No, it's, it's, I it's not. Find any Cliff Tribe? No, it's it's not, and that's one of the reasons I liked this card. It's like ooh, foreshadowing. And there is one Plainsman model, and that is Batu. And we know more are coming because oh, they've sure nice. they've shown art for like there was the Falconer lady who looked exactly like Batu. Um, yeah. I, I'm really excited because I, I, there's something about these tribes that I really like. I I don't know if you guys remember, but um, I bought the the entire lot off of um, 
Bushido trading. And I got like the old set of yellow dice and all the models. So I was, because I was just like, I'm really into them. And they just, I think it was at a time when I was playing Matthew and he was playing his Minamoto. And obviously, because that's what you play. But they, um, I play some other things. Because Minamoto were just solid, they're just good at the basics. I think the the tribesmen are just kind of good at the basics. I think they're quite solid and cheap. But then you've got the, is it Kimrick? I can never say his name probably, who can place you around the place. And you're like, oh, suddenly. I'm seeing some jank, and they've uh, they've got some really they got some really nice little bits of pieces. They've got the 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 girl with the brutal knife, um, who I really think is badass. They got I like the javelin throwers and stuff. I just think, and they got a trapper lady as well. Um, yeah, I just think they got a lot of a lot of nice, interesting things. Yeah, and, and I, I think... mean the reason I love Minamoto is they're just good stats, and that's yeah. where, the way I like to play a lot of games. Is I don't necessarily go in for all the jank. I'm just like. Who has the best numbers on the card? I will play them, please. And um, I think the models are really they're... nice. Yeah, the models are really nice. And all all having axes means everyone's got brutal. Um, you've also got quite a lot of tough in the faction, which is nice. Yeah. And, um, and if they're doing this card, maybe we're going to get a new tribesman. We're going to get the Cliff's Plainsman. We're going to get it. And it's a, it's a faction I'd really like to play in because it's just so odd in amongst the whole samurai lists to bring you know a guy in a fur coat with an axe i love it yeah i really, I really like, it. like it yeah so i'm glad i'm glad that we share that barry that was really nice yeah i didn't know if this, this was almost my number four but i put it at number five so i guess for you then we go straight to your number four yeah why not why not unless you want to talk about hunter gatherers your number five barry <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's good it's a theme it's fun it's gonna make me it's gonna get make me get the models out of the box and build them for the ones that i bought i just didn't i haven't got around to buying them because i was i bought them because i liked them looked at the theme and was like uh yeah okay i'll play them eventually but then you see this and it's not like the greatest theme and you know what i mean it's not like oh my god they're so broken i don't mean that but it's just fun and it makes you go great something new for these guys and i'm interested to try it literally that's that's all it was it was just like oh yeah i might get my tribesmen back out you know give them a quick spritz of brown a little highlight like just just get them get some star paint on them so at least they look a bit more interesting than bare metal and, and give them a go yeah i think it's really cool and I, I really like that they've done that um so my number four is umbral assassin oh now barry umbral assassin is also in my top five. Ooh, but not your number four it's not my number four so I mean, so I'll, I'll read it. It's an event card for ninjas. Play any time except when a model is activating. Choose a friendly ninja model. That ninja targets an enemy model within six. Resolve a melee exchange between the ninja and the target model, ignoring requirements to be in base to base. That ninja model has the initiative. Do not move the models or turn them to face each other. Neither model is surprised. Models may not use special abilities for the duration of this exchange. Requirement assassination mission theme. Cool. Can I just confirm one thing rules-wise? Yes. When it says except when a model is activating, does that mean when that model is taking an action <coughs> or not in the activation phase? Uh, I'd, so I think it's not in the activation phase phase so, it's, so i think you, you just do it in the starting phase or the ending phase no 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 you can do it between between so say like you have a go and then you go right it's your turn oh, I, I see right. i haven't picked an activating model then i use this card and likewise oh, you can't go to me right i'm moving here and i suddenly go umbral assassin <laughs> Be because you're in the middle of your activation i can't interrupt that right. 
But you can do it before the initiative flip. Hmm. I guess. I don't know why you'd want to. Oh, uh, you could technically do it to kill a tactician model. Is that relevant? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's a thing. I or, don't know. I just thought it was fucking cool. You could do it at the point where you're toting up um, points cost in a zone, or just before. I so think you can see where people's models end up in the zone, and then Umbral Assassin. <laughs> then the Assassin kills them. <laughs> I've got going to lie, I really like that. We need to clarify that point with with someone, but that feels naughty, McNaughty. Um, I mean, you write any time on a card, and, we'll and we're gonna to... we're gonna do stuff with that. <laughs> yeah, that um, that's. I really like, like in my head, it's like it's like you know a disappearing flash of like particle effects and smoke, and maybe some fucking like I don't know bats or something <laughs> um, <laughs> and they disappear whiz across the uh the battlefield attack you and then poof and teleport away again maybe something like um you know nightcrawler when he does his teleportations that kind of thing i appreciate this is not barry content but zeddle for that yeah zeddle yeah, yeah. yeah. that's literally that kind of thing yeah yeah zeddle yeah i'm down with the kids yeah barry zed alt yeah that's what i said yeah Gen yeah, Z, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So did you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, Gen Z, get it, I get it, yeah. This motherfucker has a landline. And I use the word album. <laughs> um, I didn't say it was three points, which isn't, you know, cheap. But yeah. I think, uh, I think, and I could be wrong, the assassination theme does not always get a lot of love, I think. Willing to be wrong on that. Um... I think the ones people always use is the, is it um, skirmish because you get the enhancements. People always do it. So assassination know, like, like, mission, you know, giving it a little bit of love, great. But yeah, I, I picked it just because I thought it was you know cool in in um, game terms. Sorry, sorry, in sort of fluff terms, the way like the ninja teleports, that's really fun. I thought. Um, yeah, because the enemy can't be surprised, you can't say nothing personal, kid. I don't know what that means. Teleports behind you, nothing personal, kid. Don't worry. You're old. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> so, we need to talk about the fact that models may not use special abilities for the duration of this exchange. I'm taking that as it also means it can't use bodyguard. So, yes. you can get around bodyguard. If it can't use special abilities, you're turning off... You know, people sidestep defences and grapple defence or whatever they've got, you know. Aren't those just... Are those called special abilities, though? Those special abilities uh, covers, because I'm looking at this right now. Good. Uh, special attacks, special defences. You're right then, Barry. Uh, I don't think it covers traits, unless I'm missing something... I wouldn't have thought so, because that means it turns off tough and stuff like so, that. So, presumably, you can still bodyguard. Fair. Oh, okay. But you were right about it turning off special attacks and special defences, which mm. is very interesting. Yeah. So, sort of a built-in dirty fighter, which is interesting. And so, you, can't, um, you can't use, like, instant reacts. Yeah, which is very relevant, because there's so many people seem to be getting, you know, oh, I bounce away, I mirage. 
Um, seems, yeah, I just... Well, presumably that wouldn't matter because you ignore the requirement to have to be in base-to-base contact with that person. That's very true, and a lot of those triggers are base-to-base, aren't they? Yeah, of course. Um, it's really freaking cool. Yeah, I, obviously there's going to be some games, maybe when you just don't use it, when it doesn't seem that powerful, you know, I mean, like, oh, I could probably have walked in anyway, but okay, great. And it being six inches, it means it is just over your walk. It means you can stay in a zone. And I'm not sure, is there a situation where you could attack someone in another zone? Because are, are they six inches apart? A lot of the zones it are, depends on, I think on the size you, of the zone yeah. as well. I think in the double giant ring ones they are. Yeah, so I don't know if there's a chance they were just on the edge. Um, there's also, uh, like, it's it gives you sort of, like, the option you can, like, double activate functionally if you need to, like, I need to press that button and also kill that model. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, true, because I think you would use a activation token up. I don't know if you do. I think it just you, says resolve a melee exchange. But. but I think as part of the melee exchange timing steps, removing an activation counter is built in. Is it? Okay. But sure, I just thought, my lack of experience. I thought it's built in you removing the counter for responding, but isn't the counter you lose for attacking the one you spend? Because you don't lose two for attacking, right? No. Yeah, I think... I think Dan might be right there, like because when you declare that you're making a melee action, you remove the the um, token at that point, and then you move, um, and then you make your well, melee attack. And when you begin the melee exchange, there's a step where you remove the opponents. Well, let's look. I'm looking at the melee chart right now. Melee exchanges usually, and that's the relevant word here, occur as part of a melee action, which allows you to move into base-to-base -base contact. Often, a melee action will be declared when already in base-to-base -base contact. So they usually plays because it isn't part of a melee action. Um, and then, where do we grow down to? Uh, step 14. The melee exchange, so not action, is now resolved and both models remove one activation counter. Oh, so did you not use an no. activation counter for declaring it? Then? No. Oh, didn't know that. Interesting. So, so then the question is, any time can I because okay so do you have to have a counter to declare it then uh, wow because if you've already activated twice can that model declare it that is a really good question i think if you're exhausted you can't umbral assassin you're too sleepy to teleport? Resolve a melee exchange between the ninja and the target model. Because this isn't a simple action. Mate, so therefore my thinking is you don't remove a token. But if step 14 of the melee chart is remove a token... It's almost as if this exchange is unprecedented and isn't covered by the rulebook at the moment. Interesting. Yeah, that might need some clarification. Likewise, well, can you use it in, just before the assign tokens uh, stage? If you can, use it without a token. I, I'm going to go out and f and flatter ourselves and hope, because um, Andy Palmer does say he does listen, which is very sweet, because I actually just think he actually consumes all Bushido content, so it's actually not that re relevant. But Hi, Andy. I'm, I'm, yeah. still Hi, Andy. I'm still taking it as like, yeah, he listens. So... Maybe, I mean, maybe if he listens and could answer that or anyone else answers on a postcard because my reading of it is you use an activation counter 
even though you're not declaring an action. Play it before the activation counters, like Dan said, are even given out when no one has activation yeah. counters. And it sounds like you could do it when you're exhausted, but then you wouldn't remove an activation counter. I'm interested. This card yeah. got more interesting to me, but I, I like it. Ninjas, stealthy, shadows. Because cool. if you attack someone who is exhausted, right, they still get to attack. They def they do. You're right. So presumably you can still declare it. You would still take the minus one dice, though? Would yeah, be because you're in an exhausted state. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Even if it's before you've even been given your activation counters, you're, you're already tired. Tired at the yeah. top of the turn. Oh, exhausted. Sorry, not tired. Oh, so let us know. Yeah, <laughs> please on a postcard. Our brains are so small and smooth. <laughs> right, well, uh, good card. Interesting. Looking forward to hearing how it actually works. Um, Some of the discussion chaps, we're doing great. I think we're back to Dan now. Daniel, number four. Uh, my number four is uh, keeping on theme with neutral cards. Unforeseen outcome. Unforeseen outcome is not on my list. It is not on my list. Please yeah, do read it. You two just have the same list. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do tend to Harry pick. And I share a brain cell. We do tend Unforeseen to pick factions. Is a event neutral. Uh, one max, two rice. Play in the starting phase. Uh, until the end phase, each time an enemy model is damaged, a friendly model gains one key token. Can I cool. just check, at the bottom, the quote, there's two of them now, by Gendo, is that a reference to Newt Gunray at the start of The Phantom Menace? Probably not. I'm going to go out on a limb. Is that, is that even from Phantom Menace? Is it, this is getting out of hand now, there's two of them? I, Where's that from? I, thought that I don't know. Me. I mean, Gendo's the rat werewolf guy, isn't he? The were-rat. Yes, he is. So maybe he's referring to little rats running around. Maybe. Uh, Daniel, please do tell us why you like this card. Uh, it's interesting because it's an event that you play in the starting phase that lasts the entire turn and can net you a lot of key. Like, normally you play a like pretty high race premium for being able to assign key. Uh, and this is very efficient as long as you can keep on damaging things. Right. Um, it also doesn't state damage by immediate action, so you can do it from range, from um, from status effects. Yeah, because status effect. Well, it says until the end phase. So oh, don't status effects. Don't they resolve happen. in the end phase? Oh, maybe. Not I, sure. I can never remember. I play too many games. Um, <laughs> sometimes they have like their own conditions separate. Either way, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, I'm sure fire and bleed poison occur in the end phase. So. Not for those, but everything else. Yeah, I mean, you just... And faction-dependent. After you, after uh, you. So, the thing... One of the things that um, I thought is, like, the high end for it is... I can't remember... What's the wording on the JIT? Oh, yeah. That adds... Because is that two instances of damage? Okay, off to look at the Shiho... Um, enhancement card that I always, 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 always take. Mitchell While Barry does that, I just want to highlight that I've remembered it's actually when he's talking about Sidious and Maul that there's now two Sith, and it's not it's not to do with like no. Jedi yeah, I'll send my apprentice well. Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's getting out of hand now. There's so, two of them. So the Mitchell Hollis Jeet enhancement equipment when the attached model causes wounds in a melee exchange. 
After the exchange is complete, you may choose one of the following. Uh, is that relevant, Dan? Well, uh, this is then going to depend on other things. On is a wound damage? I think it probably is. Yes. But um, well, because so damage. No, no. If a wound isn't damage. Or something's no, 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 no. I could argue. It could be argued. It's not. There oh, no. is there is a concept in uh, magic where like damage causes loss of life, but loss of life is not damage. Um, uh, so might need, some might need some clarification there. But for instance, if um, if causes a wound is damage, uh, say you had um, the the like whoever it is with the jet. Yeah. Uh, on defense, you could cause two instances of damage and then assign two key to something. Yeah. Because it works for the entire term on offense, defense. So you're what spells. you the I was right. So just to clarify, is this are you saying that the damage that the Jeet does, aka once you complete, you, you choose one of the following? Separate, yeah, is a separate instance from the damage that causes the Jeet to trigger. Forgive me, because I didn't read on, on the card, sorry. So complete uh, so after the exchange is complete, you may choose one of the following. Attached model heals one wound. The enemy model suffers one wound. Attached model gains plus one malleable. So you're suggesting if you go, hey, I've done a, I've done some damage, I've done a wound, yeah. take a key. The enemy model then suffers one wound, take a key. Is that your... That is a... Depending on the wording of damage, wounding, etc. That is a option, I think. That could be interesting. Uh, tough, tough to disagree because it it says it's also interesting that like it doesn't have to be the model causing the damage that gets the key. So you can send in your giant rampaging bear to mutilate someone and then charge up your wizard on the other side of the battlefield. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's that's right. Um, I'm telling you, each time anyone is damaged, a friendly model gains one key token. Now, to my this is where it gets finickety. Is a wound damaged? Because is damaged That's the question. when is damaged when you make a roll on the damage chart. I if, don't know. Neither do I. And I and I know this is being really finickety, but that is good. So a lot of people right now are going to be mad at us if anyone is listening. But I think the people that might be mad at us might not be the people that listen to us. So, yeah. <laughs> also, if they're getting mad at us for either misreading or like cheesing some cards, then sure, fine. Older yeah. me to assume people will listen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where this also, I think, like uh, thinking about like factions that I have played alone, like in if it is like. Again, it all rides on this damage, wounding, etc., which we don't have clarification for yet. Where you've got wizards that deal damage with their spells. Generally, yep. the spells are not... Ac um, they don't take uh, activations. Right. So being able to funnel uh, melee damage into key, then key into range damage, to then funnel back into like melee. Wow, is, yeah. It's yeah, very efficient. Crazy. Yeah, so... You're after like efficiency, Dan. Barry and I are just like that's well, really cool. Well, if you have a look at the other things that do assign um, key, you, like I think what's the one in Temple? Is it like uh, three rice for four? 
I think yeah, the one you give with the one you give out at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like it being too rice for like I appreciate it's a scalable amount, but like it's, a... <laughs> it's... it could be quite a lot of key you get. Yeah. It is well, and you have a model with combo attack, and if you, you know, say you ma you do good and you get maybe three rolls on combo attack, that's three key. Who's the, the big, chunky defensive guy you played? Is 25-point you... guy from Shiho. Oh, K Kazuo, like the, the Cub and Lone Wolf and Cub, yeah. Because yeah. he could do attack and counter-strike defense. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it's, it has some spice. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't, I can't disagree i i i think there's definitely going to be things to exploit to use that awful word but i but yeah it's good i'd sort of looked at it and thought realistically because i think my discussions with these cards is always sort of based off the poor performance of my games i've not really ever done very well playing machido truthfully have i um i had the, probably the best game oh, I've yes yeah, so i've got to say that was the closest game i've had and it was the most fun i've had because i it was rolling dice. It was the big fat dudes on the table, which, as we discussed with Matthew, apparently makes me feel better. Ever since Gilball had compound, I've always liked a fat guy on the table. Um, so, I guess I was thinking, oh, I'm not actually doing that much damage. I don't do that much. I don't get that much key. Because when I was playing Sheehan, it never worked. But, yeah, interesting. Lots to think about there. Any more you want to say on that one? Nope, that's it. Matthew, you're number four. That was almost the Wii Fit theme. <laughs> Maybe that's where they got it. Um, my number four, I think I'm going to go with Weapons Cash. Interesting. <laughs> Is that on your list as well? It's my number three. <laughs> Barry and I are sharing a brain cell. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, at least that makes the episode nice and short. That's great. We're, yeah. we're being efficient. After you, um, Matthew. So, Weapons Cache is terrain for the Jung faction or Jung faction, however you want to say it. Um, it's impassable, blocking, small, and destructible. During deployment, place three loot tokens on this card. A model in base-to-base -base with this terrain element at the end of its activation may choose one of the following once per activation. Remove a loot token to add an ammo token to that model. Remove a loot token from this card to remove a reload token on that model. Remove a loot token on this card to attach a permitted enhancement equipment uh, to that model. So it's enhancement equipment. Sorry, I, I missed that with the uh, punctuation. And this card must cost one rice or fewer which means that it's got to be free or one rice. I guess there's a couple of frees in Jung. Well, um, you've got you've got the. Uh, well, it says permitted enhancement, so it could be a Ronin, as well. And then they got the the coin that's only point five. You get two for one. Oh, okay. Um, and then it just says this terrain element must be placed within six inches of the center line and not within three inches of a board edge. And again, I just thought this was really cool. It's just a nice way to like fire off a few of your pistols and then instantly go and reload. And it can be used by the enemy, it's noted. It's worth saying, I think. It says a model, not a friendly model. Yes, yes you're right. Which is the thing about, like, obviously it's six inches from the centre line, so you try and place it as far back as possible and hope. Yeah. Um, the favourite really thing cool. about this model is... 
uh, about this uh, card is you can remove someone's leg halfway through a game. Oh, what? Because <laughs> you that's, can give them uh, peg leg. Yeah, so you can just get <laughs> and and gain a rice question mark. <laughs> no, no, hang on. No, because it's remove a loot token on this card to attach a permitted enhancement. Yeah, oh, but I there's... see it. You remove a real leg and attach a peg a peg leg to them. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you're right. You can do field. Um, what's what's the word? Cutting cutting a limb off. The word just failed me. Um, but I field amputation. Amputation. Thank you. So with all the guns you've got, with the rifles you've got, this is you know really cool. You got the guy with the oh, cannon. The cannon. Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be issues with him and movement and getting him up there and all that, but and then he'll be in range of other people to hack. But Who's the guy with the cannon. Oh, I can't. I can't remember his name. Oh, he's um, one of their new dudes. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid it's fair. It's oh, Taiho. Yes. Taiho. There we go. So he had, he natively has two ammo and reload two. Yeah, and you miss a turn to. Get rid of the ammo, I think. Uh, to get rid of the reload. Well, it begins the game with two reload markers. Yeah, so you kind of just like miss a like wait reload, wait reload. Then from the next turn, he's av available. But it is interesting to note that using the weapons caches doesn't require an action. So you can like fire your gun and then immediately get rid of a reload token at the end okay. of that activation. Uh, it's it. It's at the end it's of its activation. Activation, ah, It doesn't actually use an action to do it, so you can still like you can yeah. fire and then immediately get rid of one of your reload tokens. Yeah, it just so you feels. Can fire great. the cannon turn one. If Say you again? can, if you can get so to it. Yeah, because it's six yeah, inches. You've got placing, right? Yeah, you've yeah, got you placing in faction. Yeah, because he's um he's a Kaiser right? Uh, yeah, so which he, means you can he, place him with um Queen of the waves. Uh, yeah, or the, the Kamikaze or whatever it is. Yeah, but the, 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 I just I just thought it was really cool. It's another one that I just think, like, in terms of flavour, like, I can imagine a sort of a barrel or a chest half stuck in the sand and all these it's pirates. It's buried treasure. Beach, sort of... I like it as buried treasure. Because they're pirates. Ash Barry, it's not, it's not treasure, Trove. I like, oh, well, I, that's how I'm seeing it. And to add a little uh, context to this, I understand that this is, in fact, um, they did a, a, a designer terrain competition, and this was the winner of that. Oh, really? I believe so, yeah. I don't know the person that did it. You might be able to Googleage that, but. Um, you are, who is out there? I think that's that? really, I just think it's really fun. And it it adds. You know, it feels like really old school, almost like adding in an extra submission. Like, if I was the opponent, I'd be like, I really want to get his loot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just for like, just to kind of like spit in his eye. Just go, I'm getting the <laughs> free guns. Yeah, I like it. I really like it. Um, I don't think there's too much more to say on it. You can have two of them, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Are you, I mean, a gun, a young gun line, I want to start looking at, like, I'll have a look at that. I don't think they've got enough gun i mean they've got obviously the they might the rifle guy the cannon got a guy of, um, aquabuses, they? i'm not sure a couple of their boss dudes have guns so there's they, pistols they yeah can buy a pistol for someone as well they could buy a pistol i reckon you could probably get every model in your um list to have a because uh, you got joban with the rifle you, you, you got jury jury with the pistol 
Jobin with the rifle. Jory with a harpoon. Um, Jung Marie with a pistol. Uh, the young dice are so nice as well. That pink and gold. There's a pink and orange. Uh, really you've know. got Carassio uh, Carassi with a net. What does Karuta have? The new one. Has he got grenades? Yeah, like Molotov cocktails. This, go, we'll save that for another episode where we talk about that wave of models. But disappointed with that sculpt. Hate to say it, but it Not looks really? weird. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just quickly. Oh, the cannon. Yeah, Teho with his cannon. Taru with a net. Uh, thrown harpoons on Yori, and Yuji has a pistol. Yeah, so you got some tings going on. That's quite cool. Um, yeah, I I thought it was a really good, fun thematic card, and I think it's fun that in a, it might not be super tournament but it might turn out to be great in tournaments but removing reloads seems really good to me yeah but it wouldn't be surprised if ends up, this ends up being a is it three points it's two at the minute it's two, two at the points uh, a two point upgrade for one of your range models rather than just like a terrain piece yeah and like this becomes this model's dedicated weapons cache it probably just doesn't move from it yeah I, th I think you're right I think you put like Jobin or cannon guy or whatever next to it and just go yep yeah, this is it this is my shooting position yeah um but being destructible you know you can you play, uh player terrain after actual terrain yes so you can work out where the good shooting line is before you place it okay yeah and you can cr try and create yourself some good options yeah. hmm. I, I just thought it was really fun really thematic and i thought what a perfect use of this card deck you really you know what, barry that's exactly what I thought too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so cool. Like, hey, we've got this card deck. What do we do? Oh, let's add some flavour. Mission accomplished. Well done. Yeah. Um. Well, Barry, what's your next one? <laughs> well, no. So that was my number three. So it's on to Dan for his number three. No, because I that would be my number four. Right? Oh no. Yeah, that would be my number four. Five fours and threes, right? Well, other people have done mine. <laughs> so yeah, the only one I've chosen myself was Hunt Together. Oh no, that was Weapon Cash. That was my four. So Weapon Cash was my four, I think. Correct, and it was my three, which means so you could do I... your four, surely. No, we did my four. We're back round to down for a three. Okay, sure. So my three is the last neutral card I've got on my list, and that's Honourable Demise. Oh, oh, hold okay. the line, caller. Let me have a zhuzh on Mutaz's lovely app down to that. Not one I had in mind, but I do remember reading it. So please do read it, Daniel. Yeah. So, Honourable Demise is an event. It is neutral uh, for everyone but Savage Wave. Uh, max one, and it costs just the one race. Play in the starting phase. Until the end phase, gain one scenario point for each friendly, non-animal, non-insignificant, non-soulless model killed. Yes. I thought this was interesting because it is a super low points cost for what could be a huge effect. It really could. There are probably... Even especially, oh, sorry, go. Uh, especially in, like, uh, lists, I was thinking, like, Prefecture, who have a lot of cheap, non-insignificant models. Yeah. Uh, with, like, the um, Ashigari and that sort of stuff. Where you could engineer uh, a point where even if they take you out of a scoring zone, you will still out-scenario point them. Mm. 
I think it's even if you get one or two scenario points for one rice, that's pretty yeah. cheap. It's when pacifism's three, and people are happy if that gives them two. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it just means you have to set up a situation where you've got hopefully a kill or two set up like turn three, and then this is when you play it. Mm. No, no, no. This is no. when your stuff dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Ah, oh, that's why I mixed it up. This is why I've looked, I've rested the first time that way, and I'm wrong again. Sorry. So, there's a few de cards in this deck that give out scenario points. And I had, so Dharmic Path was very close to being in my top five because I thought it was cool I and I that. think it's a good card. Um, and I, 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 this scenario point manipulation, which felt like it was a tiny bit on the last one with you pacifism, is now like a thing. And it's going to cause choices. Do you kill them? Do you go in with a model that's got push attack, so you push them out of a zone instead of kill them? You know, it's it for me. This yeah. makes push attack and drag and pull and all the throws far more useful. Yeah, I I like that. It's it feels like it's begging for people to like engineer situations which are damned if you do, damned if you don't. Which Absolutely, I like. it's like you can kill me, I get points, or you can not kill me, and I might you know somehow stay in the zone or get a yeah. point another way. Like yeah. It's very much the, uh, I've got the two-point kill on the board or the four-point goal. You can stop one of them. Can't stop both, yeah. Yeah. I am, um, you're right, it is really nice for any list who have access to, like, a shed load of cheap, almost disposable models. Not even disposable models, just, like, because, like, how many points do you get for holding a zone? It's, like, three, right? Isn't uh... it mission-dependent? Scenario dependent, yeah, but it's not a huge amount. No. Sometimes it's just, like, a scenario point. Yeah, so like you could shift the balance of a side with as few as like two models dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. True. I I think we're gonna see a lot of scenario point manipulation cards moving forward. Uh pacifism is in Risen Sun, is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So you cannot have the you two. You can't play both. No. But there was recently recently we have we've got this we've got dharmic path we've also got the ninjas have got their card where if you start removing death sentence markers that they're dishing out yeah. you get scenario points you can be in a situation where you've got like more scenario points in one game than you've had in across uh, an entire tournament before i think it's going to be a scenario point crazy that could just be me having never got scenario yeah. points <laughs> i wonder what it's like <laughs> yeah i can't wait i hope it's fun <laughs> hmm. I, I really thought this was a good card in game terms, but I didn't pick it because of the rule of cool type thing we had going on. But I, I think, Dan, you're right. I think it's a really good card. For me, it was just too sensible. It was too sensible and genuinely useful and didn't have a cool whiz-bang name or effect, so I ignored it. Strong. But it actually is probably useful for winning games. Did you... I mean, um, Dan, in your URI lists, are your... Chaff, insignificant. They're soulless. They're, They're all soulless. soulless. Are all of them so? Isn't there? Because I know the skeletons are and zombies, but isn't there? Is are the car the soulless? You you can play the Barakamin who are not soulless. Yeah, right. Which are like the little cultist guys. Right. And the interesting thing about those is that it's relatively easy to bump off your own Barakamin with the uh, cultist keyword. Right. Kill them. Oh, so interesting. Sacrifice them. Yep. The and you also have the sacrificial dagger as well, which fully yeah. kills them. 
Oh, well, that sounds fun. Let's start killing. You just go, right, I kill a, I kill that dude. I get a scenario point. Brilliant. Oh, that's a bit spicy, but I'm going to have a look into that. That's not a list I'm interested in playing, really, but it, I'm sort of interested in thinking about Understanding it. Understanding it, knowing, knowing yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Um, Matthew, you're yeah, number three, and please don't say my number two. <laughs> my number three is Aspect of the Bear. Hooray! I don't have that on my list. Hooray! Yeah, I had to have... suck. I had to have an, <laughs> I had to have a Minamoto card in there, and I didn't particularly like the other Minamoto cards. I'm sure people are going to like explain to me that they're actually far better than the one I've chosen, but this is the one I think is coolest. This is my favourite Minamoto card as well. Yeah, it's yeah. just, he a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. So, it's an enhancement. It is two rice. You can only have the one. Thank God. Uh, I like the quote at the bottom. It says, look at the size of that one. Hmm. Um, this model counts as two models, except when an enemy model wishes to move into base to base with it. Whenever you need to count models, this model is two models. In a melee exchange with this model, the enemy model is considered to be in base-to-base -base with one additional friendly model for a melee assist penalty. Brilliant. Four melee assist penalties. Yeah. So, basically, Minamoto, obviously, they have Indomitable, um, or Bear Stands Alone, so when they're outside of three inches of other friendly models, they gain Indomitable plus one. There's also a couple of ways in the game to get models Indomitable, or they already have it. Um, so, you could quite easily stick this on one of your big smashy samurai or something and and wade forwards and engage just one poor sap and really ruin their day not to mention i enjoy that you can use the bear the aspect of the bear it's a double bear it's 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 a bear bear it's but, uh it's a polar bear ursus arctos bear bear so who are you thinking this could go on uh i'd probably put it on i don't know i'd put it on one of your samurai of your choice because most people, I think, still don't find Yuji to be worth his cost or, like, compared to what the others do. I think um, Ryo is the one that most people seem to like best, but Yuji's just had the buff to having three uh, strength damage on his uh, melee weapon. Didn't in he the get, latest, uh, did he get a price change as well? He didn't get a price change. Oh. Yuji's still 20 rice, but he's, um, at least I think so. Um, forgive me if I'm getting that wrong. But uh, he, he got, like, a couple of little buffs in his... Um, rules i think the only one actually might be that he got plus three melee strength rather than plus two right rio was the one that initially jumped to my mind purely because rio dur is durable below four boxes yeah and also like because they've got hasty bear so you can get that right off the bat if you want i quite like the idea well, of going in with rio well no isn't hasty bear a card from risen sun oh it's hasty bear risen sun i'm not sure oh, i'm my. just i don't know let's check before we you know i'm not sure I really don't know. There is not Risen Sun. It is just Minamoto. Perfect. I wasn't sure. Thank God. That would have been a bit a bit much. I think the ones from Risen Sun that I'm really going to miss is the Mountain Moves. Um, and I, I think Avalanche might be... Um, uh, what do you call it? Risen Sun. The Mountain Moves from Risen Sun will be the one I really miss if I start using Aspect to the Bear. Because the Mountain Moves is the one that gives... Um, and um, Ashigaro, yeah, Aya, um, Vengeance Everything. She's so good for her rice. I do but, not understand that model's cost. Because I think of, for me at least, and I, other people will tell me I'm wrong, but I think the thing that makes her so powerful is having Vengeance Everything for that brutal. She does. Um, she's still good, because now she's 14 rice, 
rather than 16. So now she's just even better. She's so good um, stupid. Yeah, she's amazing. I fucking love Aya or Aya. Um, but yeah, Aspect of that I just thought was really cool. It's a very flavorful, very, um, very Minamoto flavored. So you can you can walk into a zone and count as two people. So if you're a big expensive samurai, you might out you might outscore in terms of people and rice sometimes. Like which is yeah, really, it's really re cool. It is really and fun. Your opponent's going to drop a melee dice, so you're even more guaranteed to win that melee exchange. Yeah. If you have a model with aspect of the bear, and and then it dies when you're playing the whenever a model dies, gain a samurai point. Do you gain two? <laughs> it counts as two models at all points whenever you need to count models this model is two models yeah yes 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 dan i would say that is true <laughs> double so, key dan wants all the key run your aspect of the bear model in get it killed get two scenario points <laughs> yeah until the end phase game one scenario point for each friendly non-animal non-insignificant non-soulless model killed yeah counts, as, counts two. as two models yeah cool that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I thought this was a really fun card from Minamoto. Like, hey, I'm a big scary guy. Look, I'm I'm kind of two medals. Really fun. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. That was it's just it's that simple. Yeah. Um uh, dun, So dun, we've dun, done dun, five four everyone's done their five and four and three, am I correct? I've done my two as well. Ah. Dan, do you want to do good. your two? My number two. Now we're on to the a faction of things that I'm just excited about. There might not be a huge amount of talking points. And I think you and I but, are gonna Double up on this. Keep going. Uh, you, if you, uh, th this is grievous sins. No, I didn't. I'm wrong. Sorry. Oh, I didn't have grievous sins. Hang then, on. Then you may have doubled up on my number one, possibly. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Uh, grievous but, sins. Cool. So grievous sins. I'm really excited about. It's an event. Play during deployment. Recruit any one orphan model that is not currently recruited into this warband. You can take two of them. They cost 17 points. Uh, you must play Akirio, which is already a very cool model. Yeah. And you can't the play Akirio's the game. super laser eyes lady with the uh, umbrella, right? Yeah, it is. But this is where I really hope they push more, because this is giving the flexibility of something like open, uh, mm, open combat, yeah. open whatever it is, to themed lists. And the orphans are already really cool as well. And we currently um, have four orphans, don't we? Yes, so you can take Ikirio plus two of these and you can sort of decide a third of your list on the fly before each game. Yeah, and don't on the Orphan's 16 points, so you're paying a one-point tax for that flexibility on each yeah. model because you can take two of them. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Again, I didn't really look too closely at this one, I admit. It was one of the ones I kind of skipped over. The, the Orphan's... I just hope they do more stuff like this. Yeah, the, well. the orphans to me as a as models are a bit too uh, rough brain, and I'm too smooth brain. So I need to give them some thought. But when I look at them, I don't instantly understand them or see how they're going to play. Where I think because you're smarter, you can see that. That's but, very clever. I just like them. Yeah, they're, 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 it's they're also cool. just it's just a cool idea. Yeah. And there's, I bet, as I understand it, there's two more sins, uh, two more orphans to come. Oh, yeah, really? missing, I think we're missing a couple of sins, right? Well, they're all named after sins, right? Yes, but there's they seven. Are. But in the fluff, one of them got away. Oh, who got away? I can't. I don't remember. I've got to reread all the fluff. And we've got gluttony, wrath. Have we got wrath? Yes. 
Envy greed. Uh, Sloth. No, it's Greed. Yeah, Greed. It's the fat kid. With the spiky Mike Fisher Price first nightmare. I'd have to check. Is that a list you'd be interested in playing, Dan? Like doing orphan Rat, list? Sloth, Gluttony, Envy are the four we have. Right. But is yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think necessarily it's as good as the other lists. But they're models I like. I like the sort of like Japanese, like uh, horror mythology. Yeah. Kind of it's right up your jam. street. Yeah. It feels like you just got to be a better player than I am to make this work. So maybe one day, but certainly not anytime soon. Yeah. I think to you know to move these, to summon these, to get here, to do the key. When do I spend key to? And like the other thing, like where this is like for that list, I think the other thing that is like tangentially related is um, the uh, Wayundo got uh, a specific buff as well. It the got wheel. it got the iron wheel, didn't yeah. it, rather than yeah. the flame wheel. And I've got to be honest, the iron wheel was on my list of shortlist. It's on my shortlists, and that it was, was I was almost just on mine. The only reason they kept it off is I don't like the Wayundo model model. Particularly. Right, I kept it off. I more... would use the one from Malifaux, which is much. Yes, more <laughs> yeah, that's that's possible. Which I have on my shelf. There you I, go. I was going to put it on purely so we could talk about the fact that they can use this deck to buff a model. For you know, yes. just the point you've buffed a model, like brilliant. <coughs> so I wanted to use that card for that, but no, I didn't add it in. But yeah, yeah I, re I think this is a really cool card. And as Dan says, like if people, if you look at tournaments, and it's what we said when we came into the game, and a few people said, "No, you're wrong," but I'm like, "No, clearly right." That the so I think the first place from Masters was a uh, the first two were Ronin lists. I yeah, think. I think yeah, yeah, and there wasn't it um foxes the top one was um sideboard the second one was one of the families and the third place was the foxes yeah so i just think top level play you the flexibility you get from those ronin themes is better than standard yeah. themes i mean i'm sure that's probably not true all the time but and we'll see you know we'll see but i want to stick with some themes for now because i was very much on this like oh yeah it's much better to be a running but I want to go more for that's a fun theme than... than... I mean, that's pretty much where I am, where I'm just going to play the themes I like. Not going to win tournaments anyway, so why bother? Well, I still I think that's wrong, and I still think we should be aiming to win a tournament. I, I'm not saying that I think I'm going to, but I think you've got to aim for it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You're doing a disservice if you don't. It might help if I actually go to a Bushido event, but that's, you know, that's... Well, you've, you've suggested one to me recently, and we'll talk about that later. Yes, yes. There's one that's come up near us, that, or relatively near us. And also, on a side note, I know we're going off cards, but when I was down the club the other day for our sort of little Warmaster thing, it's made me go, let's just run a Bushido event. I just want to run a Bushido event. We can do it. I just loved being back at the club. But um, and, as an we're, we're going off topic. Grave Misfortune... Yep. No, not Grave Misfortune. Grievous Sins. Good card. Yep. Uh, Matthew, what is your number two? My, well, the last card, because again, I didn't I didn't have them in order. For me, I just really thought it was fun again. It was Jigoku Berry Tincture. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought it was rad, like, because the model dies at the end. So you just sort of like, when someone's about to die, it's basically witness me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drink this, just go, witness! The ninja goes in, does a bit of murder, and then perishes. Um, so it's an event, it's two rice, 
play when an enemy model i know it's when an enemy model begins a melee exchange so it's not really like you're going in but still um play when an enemy model begins a melee exchange with a friendly ninja you own the ninja gains lightning reflexes uh faint one and its melee weapons gain combo attack zero and strong and then remove the ninja from play when the current activation is complete yeah so you just I, I, I don't know if it's actually that effective because if they're coming into you, they've got a good chance to kill you anyway. And if you want to get the most out of this, you put more into defense to mean that you actually get your attack through rather than just die. No, I think you I just put, you so go first. You, you put it into attack and accept yeah. that. You need to, right? Because it gives you lightning reflexes. Yeah, so you're going first unless yeah, they've yeah, got yeah, lightning reflexes. Unless, you, unless you're going to get someone that has lightning reflexes, in which case they'll go first because they're in the attack. attack. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I've forgotten. Um, so it's three yeah, dice in attack. That's it. I thought it was just really cool. Like they just fucking go, oh, I'm gonna die here, and they just like take take the take the super fast murder juice, and then do a big hit, and then die. And yeah. like, oh, I was on like one health pip anyway. Who gives a shit? Exactly. And it's really cool. Yeah, I just I just um, imagine like they drink it and they get like the the Witcher fully black eyes with the with the sort of black veins around their face, and they go full psycho. My issue is I I never really like cards that remove a model, like my own model. I'm always sort of you know, oppo just inherently opposed to that. But How's your scenario point with the honourable demise? Ooh, suddenly I'm back on the type train. Jigoku Berry for the win. Ran with the save. <laughs> That's a really good point. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Honorable demise. He's so honorable. He took fucking murder drugs. I don't know. He's so honorable. Actually, I do actually now like it more. Not not gonna lie. One point. Yeah. Because I I was thinking it's not really worth it in ninjas because you generally have fewer I models. Think, uh... I don't think you do get it. It's whether removing from play is killing. I don't think it's killing. So oh, that's a good it. point. I think there is nomenclature yeah. relevant to that, isn't there? Oh, it's it's awful again. Yeah. Awful Probably again. Bad. Never take it. No. Um, there's. It's going to be one of those ones that you have and you don't use, you know, three games out of four. And then the one you use it, you're like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, no. Okay. Yes, it's removed from play, so you're you don't get it for killing it. However, when you declare you're using Jingoku Berry Tincture, do you not think your opponent might think, well, I think I'd probably survive the hit anyway. Maybe I just go full attack, yeah. and if I don't die, I kill him. Because if your opponent then kills you with their attack oh. or you're removed from play, yeah, true, true, you're fine. Ooh. So it's also just about this game state when you use it. Because if you're like, if you're on one health and you go fine, full attack, and your opponent goes ah, well I've got armor three and I've still got six hitboxes, they probably don't kill me, but they probably do like four or five damage. I'll go full attack as well in case they in case they don't kill me, or maybe like one defense, two, three, and attack. I think I just go full defense. What you would? Yeah, knowing I'm good. Like if 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 I walk into the ninja and the ninja goes, I'm doing this. Wouldn't I just go full defense to mitigate that damage and just wait for him to die? This is why I called you coward earlier. I'll, I'll take it. Interestingly as well, or maybe not interestingly, I don't know. Um, it doesn't uh, have an end point. So if you if they attack you on their first activation and they don't kill you, you do get it for the second attack against you as well. No, it's just when the, when the current activation is complete. Oh, yeah, yeah activation. Sorry, apologies. I'm, yeah. yeah, not turn. 
Activation. Yeah, yeah don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I misread things all the time, so don't worry about it. It's just nice to know it can happen to you yeah. too. <laughs> I was thinking uh, you took two actions in an activation. Uh, no. Yeah, no. So but, faint, yeah. faint being very relevant, because I've had that play quite a lot, to be honest. Um, getting them to remove, uh, to, to re-roll um, a defense dice. So it's one of those ones, like, I just find when I get them to re-roll it, they re-roll that six to a one. It just works for me a lot of the time. And in this game, that's massive. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think it's like necessarily the best card in the deck or anything. No, you I just liked it. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's very. It's a very Matthew card. Thank you. Um, so that was your number two. We've done Dan's number two, and I think my number two is in fact Daniel's number one. Quite probably. Messiah of the Serpent. Yes, it is. Now, while this this... Is in my uh, this is in my sort of backup list. So, if I may, while this is in fact my number two, can I hand over to Daniel because he's more excited about it as his number one? Yeah, he's uh, very hyped. So, I I am primarily a Lords of Izu player, uh, and this buffs. Probably the coolest model in Lords of Izu, which is Itori Tsunagi, which is one of the coolest models in the entire game. He's an faction, absolute rock star. Game? Maybe he's a fucking rock star. Please do um, read, Daniel. He is Messiah of the Serpent. Uh, you can only take one of them, it costs two points, and it can only go on Itori Tsunagi. Uh, while this model has maximum key tokens, when it would mark wounds, it may instead remove one key token for each wound that would be marked. Once all key tokens have been used this way, any remaining wounds are marked as normal. So where this is really interested is in conjunction with the buffs that he is possibly receiving the errata. I don't know if that's been confirmed yet or not. Which make him... A lot of things he was buying for key... Yeah, he, he gets... Has, uh, like, built in for, for naturals. Uh, he is he has bonuses for throwing all dice and attack naturally, so it's really nice to not have to worry about what's coming on the backswing unless it's a huge spike. Yeah. Yeah. It it just uh, made a very popular model that people love better. Really cool model as well. Like and, he's so cool. But being such an old model, it's still great. Yeah, as and well. <laughs> I think anecdotally, you know, with our experience of playing him, he hasn't actually really lived up to his hype on the table because he is so prone to a cheeky little spike or a cheeky little hit that yeah. whenever we've played him, he actually hasn't done the the Lord's work. Um, I love him get a new model i'd well, love to see another model, model it's models. tough because I, I so like i i take your point and it would be if they did the same pose at just, the, yeah, just with, new with the new tech it would be interesting but i love i love what we've got i'm not like it's not one i'm like crying out for in any regard um but yeah so dan keep going it's good it, it's good it lets you be greedier it lets you be it lets you live all of the dreams it's <laughs> great yeah and so just looking at one of the things that i i'm really excited and going back to um uh one of the previous cards i mentioned uh the whenever you deal damage to an enemy gain a key token right or you may assign a key token uh one of the buffs that was on the errata which i'm hoping made it through is he's got the like after killing you can spend like one to walk into another model yeah Ah. Uh, so you can like top yourself back up and oh, it's good 
So yeah, nice. He can cause multiple damages because he's got combo attack, which I believe is free. Combo attack zero, yeah. 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 So you're. I'm hoping that it's going to be quite easy to keep him topped up as well, so that he can. He's sort of like I would class as like. A very distraction kind of XE, where it's really tempting to put him into like the big bads. Yeah. But what he actually wants to do is uh, he wants go to pick on the little guys. Yeah, he, you just want him to walk through everything that's not over fifteen points. He's, <laughs> he's old Shank who just used to run around in the background, killing yeah. everything, coming back on with like four health. I mean, with that um, with that key card, you know, with combo attack or with, indeed with counter strike defense, if you decide to damage them, then damage them on the defense, he's just feeding himself wounds. Yeah, because the the model you actually use for killing like big things is um. Uh, Basanagi. Mm. But so the thing is, you've got to get him to full key. That's the sticky yeah. wicket because he's eight key. What's yeah. your method for doing that? Do um, you focus so turn one? I don't think you do. Isn't I... isn't there something where he gets key? Isn't there a card or a theme where he gets key in the starting phase or something? Uh, that is. You are thinking of is it retinue of Itsunagi? Uh, let me go and see. It's over here somewhere. It's Nuggies Retinue, which is uh, a Risen Sun card, so you can't run it with it. Fine. Attached model begins the game with two key tokens. Requirements Warband includes no She Sides or Acolytes, which is. Fine. Um, basically, just lots of easy. So, how are you getting him to your 8 key? Um, I think, honestly, like, you, you just play him normally, and, like, you don't. Necessarily go all in all the time, right? But so, but you're not suggest. I don't know if there's ways in Lords of Easy. I don't think we've got Leech and Channel uh, in Lords of Easy. I do not believe you do. So because you're not. We don't, we don't like wizards here. So are we saying that the card that gives you key for hurting people could be a Lords of Easy? I think it's pretty good. Yeah, feels that way. Uh, where, where's the boy? Oh. Because you know, it, 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 because he's fast at five movement, is it worth focusing? He also begins the game with an additional two, so he starts on four, because that's just what E two is like. He does. Oh yes, of course. Forgive me, I forgot that special thing. So he's on four. You could, if you wanted, focus on turn one and hope his speed's going to get him in later. But I don't. I don't think that's the way to do it. No, I think you just like spend turn one uh, positioning him. So that you have like a favorable charge turn two. Turn two, you probably take a charge and don't go all in on attack. Mm. Like you just like play it like a normal combat, and then turn three, you're at full key and ready to take on whatever the fuck you want, and then that's your yeah. uh, sort of like the um the the new guy which we haven't talked about. Oh, um that charges up baskets of snakes. Yeah, baskets of snakes will be for next episode, I think. Yeah. But sort of like that where like he's like I think he like slow ramps up to like uh turn three. Yes, he does. Turn four, I thought. Maybe turn three to slash four, I think. Yeah, he but he'll yeah. probably be dead before then, yeah. What was forgive me, Dan, I've already forgotten. What was the name of the card that gives you key? Uh so he himself oh uh oh the the generic one. Yeah. Uh, it's not honourable demise. No. It is. Uh, I can't remember now. No, I've, you're number four. 
I've deleted it from my list because oh. uh, give me a moment. Audio content. No. Grievous sins, no. It's near the end. I think it's a unforeseen outcome. Unforeseen outcome. So that's two points. It feels pretty good on him because well, it's not. You don't play it on a character either. So no, exactly. No, and have your other samurai top him up to eight. Yeah, I mean, it's only for one turn. It's it's an event card that only is going to work in one turn. But that turn, then you're going to go right. This is the one. I like. I, I like so it. You can you can all in with him, take him down to four, activate some other models, top him back up to eight, and for when he goes in a second time. Mm. Yeah, I I like it. Any you know, I've always been someone that loves like that elite model. That I'm yeah. not like the support captain guy. I'm not that. Oh, I just do from the back and just do all the puppet strings. I want my main guy in there fucking chisel up. I'm really into that. So making. I love a support captain, just not when I'm playing uh, samurai. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When I'm playing yeah. samurai, give me, give me two Give me a samurai. Yeah, I, he's such he's such a rock star. The art for this model's great. The model's great. The cards great. The errata he's just gone through has made him stronger, and this card makes him stronger. Really, just cool. Just really fun. Makes me want to pick up snakes. And funnily enough, the only models I've bought for snakes are the Lords of Izu. Sort of cheeky little samurai with their whatever bodyguard guys list. That's all I've bought for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, really cool. Um, so Matthew, what was your number? Have you done your number two? Been through all mine. Yeah. So, what's your? So, are we on to that? Was Dan's what was number your number one? one, Matt? Yeah. What's your number one, Matt? We're on to that. I didn't. I didn't um, actually rank them. I just had my top five. I hadn't actually. Uh, ranked I, see, I, I see. I see. I, I see. was just picking one from the list every time. But haven't you only um, done well, four? Well, Huh? Haven't you only done four? No, I've done five because they crossed over with other people's, I think. So I've done Hunter Gatherers, Weapons Cash, Aspect of the Bear, Umbral Assassin, and Jigoku Buried You. Perfect. Then it's my number one. Yeah. Um, Which, honestly, when I read it, was the card. It just... I think I know what it's going to be. I'm yeah. going to type it in now. I know. You, well. you know. You guys hang both on, know. Hang on. I'm going to put it in... Is it this? Uh... I'm not actually looking at the chat. Not now that I've said it. It is exactly that. Distaff Wolf. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, what what a great card. Um, Brilliant. Distaff <laughs> yeah, Wolf for the Shiho faction. Enhancement card. It costs two rice. You can only have one of them. Attach model gains the loyal type. Attach model and friendly samurai models with a rice cost of less than the attach model reduce the cost of their melee pool key boost by one. Requirement, and friend- oh, yeah, sorry. wolf and samurai. Friendly loyal samurai is important to know, so it doesn't affect like any ronin you might be using or anything like that. So, the new generation of Shiho are inspired by their veteran Tanaka allies. And I think it's something that the community have wanted where the wolves and the eagles have a little, you know, crossover. Yeah. So now we you you pull in a wolf samurai that you really like, make him loyal, and all of your shiho get better. Dropping their melee boost from three to two, I think, is great. Then there you've got that one turn if you're taking sort of a really popular theme where that drops to one because it reduces costs by one for a turn. So you can have shiho running around, you know, at four dice samurais looking like ballers. The only one you can't take is Suki. 
Yes, because she's only in Open Rebellion theme. Yeah, Suki is yeah purely uh, is open yeah open rebellion yeah it's yeah. purely open rebellion. So, but like I've got I've got the wolves and I've been tempted by Shiho, but obviously every game you play with them, we've seen play with them, they haven't really measured up to what we were hoping from the fa- the faction, and I'm no. sure other people will tell us we're wrong mm. and they're better, like we've said. But this to bring in one samurai from the wolves, which are really cool models, and then to Great also models. make all your loyal samurai suddenly have like melee key boost two suddenly those two dice that they've got aren't as bad i think you find that the meat two dice is fine because you just side step attack all the time oh don't you dare that that one dice it never works um um for me oh after you dan please no no after you after you sorry i was just gonna say the the two samurai that jumped out at me what were you gonna say dan I would say the two things that I think are uh, worth pointing out is that you only get the uh, key boost reduction if the model is still on the field. Yep. So it can be killed off. Be careful with that. Yep. And the second, this also makes whoever it's on eligible to take the jit. Yeah, which I think is yes. which is coming up next. Coming there. Um. Uh, so when you and when we started playing. Bushido, and that was my first faction. The Jeep did stand out to us as a fantastic card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think putting it on a Wolf Samurai can be bonkers. It's almost... so. The, firstly, the two Samurai that jumped at me straight away, both because of their abilities and their points cost, because I need them to be higher than all of the Samurai in Shiho, <laughs> was Tanaka Gorak at 19 yeah. points and uh, Tanaka Kazoo and Air at 25 yeah. points. Um, the fact that he's he's such a good model, he does it all. He att- he's great at killing models. He's defensive. He can move away. He he's got indomitable. He's he's just great. But he's already on five melee dice. The G on him feels like you're not adding the dice, but just that cheeky little extra one damage. Damage, yeah. And because of Counter Strike defense, you know, you go, all right, I've just got a Counter Strike defense damage through. I'll take another damage. I think it could be worth it on him. I really do. Um, it makes him a very expensive model. He's but... yeah. I mean, he's twenty five points as it is. Plus two for the wolf. Plus two for the jet. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. Um, <laughs> but the distaff wolf. Honestly, yes, I know it would technically go on him, but because like this guy's hanging around for a long time, killing this guy is actually quite hard. That's like his whole deal. Yeah, he's tireless. He's endurance. He's fearless. He's got last stand. Um, range defense too. He he's just still the kid. Yeah, and I'm not. You know, I'm not. <laughs> you could if you wanted. He's just good. So suddenly, when you've got you know an eleven point Yasuki, a twelve point Wimpy, uh, ten point Sayaka, twelve point Masaki. All boosting for two, and on a turn boosting for one, they feel playable. And I say that I know that sounds very, you know, it's a bit of hyperbole, but I found that they weren't. I found that the two dice just wasn't getting it done. Three dice is going to get it done. They're going to be generating two key each turn. Yes, it means I'm not using my sort of really interesting abilities if I'm boosting, but some of their abilities I don't find that interesting anyway, um, except Sayaka. Um, and wimpy to an extent 
So it just, but as soon as I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to break them out. I was like, this, this is it. And I think that Marcelinos has been, you know, real cool about this when he's like, I played Shiho a certain way. No one else was playing that. I, you know, and he's made a change or they have made a change. And this little one little card suddenly goes, well, I desperately want to play Shiho again. What lists can I write? What samurai can I use it on? It's just exactly what they want from the cycle deck, right? To refresh this stuff to and awaken it in us to make us want to do it, you know. Just I think it's great. Yeah, Hy- Hyman's so cool. I mean, yeah. the, I, the Hyman change now that we haven't talked we, we talked about briefly last time, yeah. where you can they they don't die. Shiho in a great place, and the change to the the drummer making him incredible. I um, thought it was really funny the idea that we talked about, where someone can appear out of a she, uh, out of a, a hymen, disappear, or like come out of the tree and then come out of a hymen layer as well. Like they could just like be popping in and out everywhere. Yeah, it's 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 so good. I, they, we, as we said before, we always knew that faction was going to get a little change because it's the newest faction. So you know, it comes out, it gets all this play testing, and they've reacted to that. I just, I think it's great. I really think it's great. Love this card. Makes me want to play a faction that I fell out of love with. Really good. And it, it's list building again. Like, oh, which samurai does it go on? Oh, it can go on this. Oh, I can have this guy. Oh, it's a coup. Really good. My favourite card of the deck. You could put Straw Hat then. You could put Straw Hat. I, I had Straw Hat as one of my like extra cards that's fun, but not amazingly good. No. But it just, it's a nice little upgrade that just makes them uh, immune to one key models, effectively. Yeah. Absolutely. And, the, and the, fun. There's a whole bunch of cards. So that's all of us, right? We've gone through our fight. Or oh, is Dan, have you done your... Yeah, you've done it. We've done I've, all... I've done all five. There yeah. is one I'd like to shout out just to... Um, to okay, to, we, uh, we all get one shout out. We all get one shout out. Uh, so... Un- is it Unknown Lineage? Yes. Unknown Lineage. Does anyone, like, because it's there to turn off a trait. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything that this, like, goes nuts with? Yes. Wait, um, I can't even see Unknown Lineage. It might not be called that, I just... I, so, for me, I, th- I think it's, you know when, like, Matt's got a card that's, like, halves damage on all Minamoto whatevers? If you've turned off their ability to be Minamoto... Or whatever that descriptor is, they can't have it. Uh, it is. Sorry, it's not unknown lineage. It is. Is it he- something heritage? Maybe. Question. I forgot. Oh, is. where is it? Questionable heritage. It. I've lost it now. No, I don't. I know the one you're talking about, but it's yeah. not unknown limit lineage. Disputed ancestry. There we Yay. go. There you go. Play in the starting phase after key generation. Choose a model. That model replaces type of your choice with an unknown type until the end phase. Yeah, that's pretty good. In some in some cases, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's just to turn off event cards and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, which I think it's cool. Three points um, to me. I don't understand the three points. Therefore, yeah. I'm missing something here that's like a killer combo. I've been looking through my factions, looking for things that reference traits. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I meant to be. You guys covered me for thirty seconds while I dashed to the toilet. <laughs> e free. I mean, Back in fun. one sec. Have fun. So yeah, I'm not sure about that one. 
Because yeah. agreed, yeah, I looked that was at the it. Ones that stood out to me. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Don't know what I don't I do with it, but it is cool. Yeah, and I had that with the impetuous one for snakes until I went, "Wait a minute!" When everyone's special, no one is. Yeah, I don't. I the impetuous one for snakes. I find it just it feels like a band aid for Cobra, and Cobra is cool, but I'm just not sure I'm willing to pay. The, the points. Well, remember, it also makes you fearless when you're. While you have an impetuous. Time. Yeah, yeah. So that I felt that was relevant. You have models. You pick who goes when, and they're fearless. Felt pretty good to me. If you've got enough impetuous in that warband. Um, the one that was my number six functionally <laughs> yeah. was a uh, grave misfortune. Uh, on for the Euro and on turn oh, four when every four is a one and it was purely for when you, you know A, how often did games get to turn four when yeah. we play? Not a lot but when they're rolling and they roll like two fours and you're like sorry they're, they're ones like the look on their face is going to be you bastard yeah. it's such a a smug git card I really liked it it was in my uh, my sort of honorable mentions as well yeah exactly but i think i mean so that's like our top five i i think that was really fun i i think i didn't get to my extra one i didn't you do the hat the straw hat no i just felt it was cool okay fine what's your extra one (laughs) um okay now i've got shoes but i think i'd go with lookout because i thought it was fun that you just have this tiny urchin keeping an eye out for everyone. It's like a, a like someone out of Oliver just sitting on a street corner, and any time the cops come past, they're just like, they're coming. <laughs> right. So look out! It's just a six-inch bubble of can't be surprised. It's, yeah. It's really simple. It's it's. I just really liked it. Yeah, I like the urchins. Actually, I'm. I want more because I. That's my sort of next list is some Buto and urchins with Fagan that I want to try. Yeah, exactly. It feels very. Silvermoon Syndicate, they've got the kids they're using, they're getting them into the into the business early. And like it's it's all the street kids like working for the gangs and working for I really I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I did. I did. Um next series of bird calls, whistles and signals, it says. <laughs> well I'd say that's that's it. That's our quick top five of the new uh, Whispering Skies. I think we're all in Weeping Sky. Sorry, Weeping Sky. Can you make the two lone swordsmen unknown, unknown? If you remove samurai and add unknown. Ooh. Double unknown. Would you want to? No. No, you wouldn't. I'm just (laughs) looking for something to do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, please, again, if anyone can tell us what that card's good on, I'm, I'm sure it is. I just can't see it, you know? I think it's probably just the fact that it turns off all their like abilities from being that faction. Yeah, so exactly. If they've got a big a big BT yeah. model, and you turn off all their faction abilities, it might make them suddenly a lot less effective for one turn. Yeah, and that's well, when I you think, kill them. I think a lot of, but Minamoto itself is not a trait. Like it would no. have to be something the reference is blacksmith or, or samurai. samurai or something. Yes, I, I use that example just very rashly. I, I'm sure yeah. there's just to sort of illustrate the point, but I'm sure there's something there. Yeah, I'm sure there is. But I'm sure. But again, I know we said at the beginning, I just think it was a really good cycle deck. I think it's really good how it's modified certain mod- models, added themes, given choices, possibly a couple of new styles of play with all the scenario point manipulation. Great work, GCT. Looking yeah, forward to yeah. playing. Loved it. Daniel, any thoughts? No. 
<laughs> <laughs> Head empty. And on that, what you're doing more, more, more ad hoc hiring events, please. I like that. Yeah, like the orphans. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and on that bombshell, we shall wrap it up, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll hear from us real soon. And please do roll better. You need to roll better.